0: And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. What a sports week it was, and for New York fans, too. It's been an up-and-down week for New York fans. We're going to start off with baseball. We're talking Joe Judge comments, and why his comments are just not just about football, but about life in general, and how it got me excited once again about Joe Judge. Gettleman, do we actually trust Gettleman once again as well? And then who's in the better position, the Lions? Or the Giants currently in the NFL draft. Two teams that you have been discussed with a lot of trade rumors of maybe trading back. Or, like the Detroit Lions, maybe looking for their next future quarterback. And also, combine talk as well. And the Washington Redskins, New York Giants. Are they playing their cards right currently? Talking about their quarterback situation. But like I said, we are starting off with, once again... Baseball, And no, it's not. For the first time in a couple months, we are joined currently by the Joseph Aguire. And we're not talking about the Houston Astros cheating scandal for the first time in quite some time. Still waiting for that Red Sox report that was supposed to come out last week, but we're still waiting. But no, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the New York Yankees. And it's not for the good. Well, you've heard of the saying, right? lightning never strikes twice in the same place yeah ladies and gentlemen lightning has struck twice again for the new york yankees and we talked very little or briefly about it on tuesday with the breaking news of Luis severino tommy john successful tommy john surgery and then the next day well it's one of the familiar foes the familiar faces of the new york yankees has he become the bigger version of Jacoby Ellsbury, and that is Giancarlo Stanton. And, And we're just waiting, like I said, for the Aaron Judge as well. Still hasn't played. And it's just, it's literally happening all over again. We just dealt with this one year ago. Yes, we won 103 games, but we can't keep using that same Excuse, like, okay, we get it. We won 103 games, won the ALEs with 30plus players on the IL, 39 separate times. And we get that, but we can't keep using it. So this week, Stan goes down. Severino goes down. Paxton is dealing with injuries. Hicks is out until the all-Star break, past the all-Star break. Judge has not been actually playing because of his right shoulder, and then you're, you know that a Gary Sanchez injury is going to happen. I don't wish injury or harm upon anybody, but it's just the inevitable. So, Joe, I know everybody wants to talk about, well, this team is, we're going to be fine. I'm not worried. I, my level of concern, I'm not worried. This team is going to win the AL East, because the AL East is just down right now. But for everybody that wants to say, oh, they dealt with it last year, we can't keep using that. Because it's going to be a different year. So when you heard the news, I saw you got the text we were doing the show, and it made me laugh because it's just like, what the hell? Like, yeah. really like it's just, come on, I'm not, I'm not mad. It's just like, here we go again. This <laughs> is really happening.
1: I think my response was just a swear word, wasn't it? Expli- yes. Yeah, this
0: will not, it will not be said, but it was three it was the same word. it was just you, yeah. could, you could just be like, it's just well what? I told you. I told you I said we're changing the show. Oh, I know. I said it. Tuesday, we were going to talk about the fight, recap of the fight, and then the Kobe Bryant memorial, and then breaking news right as we were about to start. Thank God we actually finally got news on when we were talking about the show, because every time we do our show, breaking news seems to happen after our show. So it was reported by by Joel Sherman, um, who was working down in Tampa, and it literally just came out that Brian Cashman said that Severino will need Tommy John surgery. I'm like... This can't, this can't yeah, be happening you just, again. You can't believe it because, you know, we talked about this last week, and we're hoping, you know, little nagging injuries like a calf strain, stand and staying, or, you know, a little tightness and stiffness in the elbow or shoulder is normal. And we're thinking Severino's, you know, loose bodies wouldn't be that big of a deal. And then you hear the Tommy John surgery. And you know, in these most cases, it's a year, at least a year, minimum of a year, unless you're Tanaka where you can – find other sources of rehab. And that's another thing that we haven't talked about, and it hasn't been talked about, but you're just wondering when his elbow is going to snap up. It's just devastating news day after day, and then like one that says, oh, this won't happen again. Well, don't hold your beer on that one. That's, and that's why I'm getting like kind of frustrated that Yankee fans are like, oh, well, it happened last year. We'll be fine. I, I get that. We will be. But it's just to see this happening, deja vu, all over again. And Joe, we're a couple weeks away from uh, from opening day, and I know there's other big names injured like Chris Chris Sale, but I'm not worried about the other 29 teams. We're New York Yankees fans. We talk New York Yankee sports, and we talk New York Yankee baseball.
1: Go on. Last season, um, around this time, the Red Sox haven't come off a World Series, uh, and 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 they had some injury problems. And I said if they fall behind early, could be trouble. And that's basically what happened. I mean, the Red Sox dug a hole and they could never get out of it. And and then uh, by the, towards season's end, I mean they kind of packed it in and and, and kind of gave up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the Yankees, I think when you consider, you know, Paxton's going to be throwing next week, uh, should be back. He's saying he'll be back more like May than June. Herman's back in June. But let's not rush it. Sure, we don't want to rush anybody. You know. It, 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 Everybody right now is talking about Stanton and Severino. I mean, Aaron Judge hasn't picked up a bat yet, and, and that's got to be concerning. He's got to get his at-bats in. Is he going to be ready for the start of the season? Probably not. You're potentially looking at the Yankees starting outfield, not having Judge, Hicks, or Stanton in it, and that is definitely not the blueprint you drove. Are they going to be okay? Sure, uh, you saw uh, Frazier hit a home run almost into the parking lot yesterday. And
0: he hit a double. I mean, and Duhard looks like he's playing well. He looks like he's going to be playing some outfield. I love well. it. Yeah,
1: too. first play. I like how he took he took charge uh, over Glaber to to come in and make a catch in left field. And that's good because I that, love you'
0: starting to prove it. You and you got. But I think that helps also because now you don't have to worry about really the competition you know, at third base. And that was one of the main questions going in. Can Duhar, Well, I don't think it was competition. Play, I just think the Yankees are looking for versatility. Oh, of course. You and, can always use versatility. Listen, if you need to bring in Duhart a third, I, I don't think – I think he'll be able to play both. I,
1: it, what because, did you see? a double play.
0: Well, like oh, – nice No, play. so I have not seen much of any spring training. I, I've just been following the news of what's been going on. I haven't watched any games because right now I just – most of the games have not been on television. The yeah. The first couple ones. Garrett Cole's game, wasn't Yeah, that was Unbelievable. a little – That was a little unfortunate. The Knicks are on, which <laughs> – the next. next
1: More unfortunate. But with that
0: being said, you know <laughs> when the surgery comes out, you know I see one of the comments Steve Rizzer said and it is. It, Severino's injury is devastating. It's more devastating than the standing in, Stanton injury because this lineup has so much depth in it. What this Severino injury does is it's listen. He didn't pitch for the whole season last year until the last month. We won 103 games with him, but what the Yankees going into the season felt like, and Joe, you have brought it up multiple times on the show, when you went brought Garrett in last year everyone complained that the Yankees had a bad pitching staff, supposedly, right? Right. So now because all of a sudden we brought one pitcher and they went from, what, mediocrity to the best pitching staff in baseball based on war and all the other analytical numbers. What it did was it just made everyone's value that much higher. Severino, instead of being that ace, now goes to number two. So now it's like having – it's. I, I mean, t- you I move t- Tanaka to three or four. T- I mean, think about it. Having a t- guy like Masahiro Tanaka at number three or four adds incredible depth to your roster and your, p- your pitching staff. And now that makes your bullpen that much stronger. <laughs> and, and, and I was devastated Tuesday, and I'll let you get to your point. I think now after hearing the news and CNN and talking to people that are Yankee fans and going, did he pitch last year? Right? Did, no. I know, but that's why what I keep saying stand, we stand can't. Play I, I know, last year. but, but why should we- guy, I know I get that. But having guys like that, when you get into the postseason to have the. Don't post- need them. Don't need Stanton. No, mean, no, you, you can't them. say don't, you you can't say don't need them. What because is okay? So what has Stanton done in the playoffs and w- w- in his career? I know that he hasn't. Well, been hold it. up well, He's been to the to playoffs. To be fair, last twice.
1: year the Yankees were four zero with Stanton in the lineup and zero and five with Stanton not in the lineup. You remember what he did? So in game one, two. There is something. There is something to Stanton. What listen, about the other <laughs> three games? No, listen. Hold on. All right, look, look, mind. look. I'm just trying to... Let b- me, hold on. No, no, no. Look, I, I, you're making all the points that I've heard, and I've been aggravated by this week. So thank you for bringing some of them up. <laughs> but that's the point of what I'm um, supposed to do here. Aggravating people. I, I, last year, you guys know how I feel about Giancarlo Stanton. I mean, he's banged up. He's hurt. He's not an injury-prone player, in my opinion. I think he's a guy who's had... So unfortunate injuries happened to him. I don't think he's injury-prone, per se. And then this happened. And it started again, and I started thinking like... Oh, come on because i think if, if there's one thing he needed to do was to be in camp healthy yes and this is and a big
0: like prove it limber and
1: agile and ready to go this is a, a, you know this is a little devastating for the yankees because this was this is something they were really big time waiting on and, and expecting to be able to pair these two twin towers together, and now they're both out of the they lineup. They changed their the training staff. They brought in one of the best guys in baseball.
0: So you can't use that excuse as what we did last year. Let's blame it on the training staff. What, what it does kind of bring notice? these are guys that Cashman has traded for now. He traded for a guy like Paxson. He traded for a guy like Stan. He traded for Hicks. He traded for Hicks, and he paid these guys. Now, we don't look at the Severino deal that bad. Four years, $40 million. We, we actually thought... At the we, time, we were like, happened. we loved it. We talked, yeah, that, yeah. We talked we loved about, it. wow, that's a cheap deal. But and you explain, listen, get ahead of the curve, pay him before the arbitration years, get it, and then you can hit the free agent. And you like you tell a guy that hasn't made anything, here's $40 million right off the bat, we're going to pay you a little bit now, prove commodity, and then we'll give you and the big deal. But it, here's my thing about this whole injury thing. These are not. We're not talking about minor leaguers or second or third well, stringers. T- yeah, but these we wouldn't g- be talking about it. be I know, it wouldn't be news I know threat, but though. the reason why it's such a – and the list goes on is it's Paxton, it's Hicks, it's Judge, it's Stanton, it's Severino. These are all guys that are going to – that we were hoping would be major contributors to a championship. We were all expecting – We don't expect what? these injuries in February. We expect them in the middle of June and August when they played a constant five, five out of – Seven days well, and they're on.
1: The- here's the good news. I mean, outside of Severino, everybody else will be back. Yeah. Everybody else will be back and healthy missed 61 games,
0: And Hermano missed 61 games. And that's another thing. The I mean, the pitching rotation. for and, and, and I bring it back up. For everybody that wants to still complain about the Garrett Cole contract, just know that he's on your team and not on anywhere else.
1: So you're a slot, and I suppose, Cole. Tanaka two, which again, it's a different rotation. You have to Tanaka four was amazing. So, three was like all right, Two, you mm. thought four with Tanaka is like a dream. That's amazing. Yes, that's an amazing thing. That uh, you're you're got hap it's probably four three. Montgomery three, four is half the other guy's the other one. And again, I think you're looking at Sessa King. You'll definitely I don't I don't think Michael King, I don't think um uh what's his face? Clark Schmidt. I don't think he's in play yet. I don't think Debbie Garcia. Shit. Green I, will be a possibility. I don't think you're gonna see any of those three guys, at least not until midseason, if at all, this year. Any of those three. And and if anybody I think has a real chance to to make the roster, it would be Michael King. I would assume Jonathan Lewiziga. If they want to name a fifth starter, I think would be the guy. But I think at least to start, you're probably just going to Chad Green open, go throw Sess in there a little bit. So
0: Garcia is pitching tonight. I'm looking at that stuff right over your head right now. Garcia is going to scrape fruit with the Braves. I realize this. Clark Schmidt is actually their top-rated prospect in the system. He's raw. Why? I, maybe And, Joe, you follow this because you do your own personal Yankee podcast. You can follow the roll call as well. It's, it's called, called the Col- roll call. At, at Colton Joe, Press Media. Um, why do we talk so much about <laughs> Debbie Garcia more than this guy Clark Smith if he's the top prospect?
1: And um, I feel like you have a better understanding. Well, of last year, topic. so last year really by like, Garcia was their top guy. Um and and he did well at single A. Uh Debbie was outstanding, got to double A. Got a little more competitive. The R.A. was in the, you know, the 3-3 three, three area. It wasn't bad. Then he got to the triple A. Step back. And, and, and it was, a, you know, it's look, it's a, he's a kid and it was a different speed of the game. And he was also tired. A little bit of fatigue, I think started working for him. Had an ERA, uh, over five at triple a. Well, that's why he's, he's definitely, they want him to get some more seasoning, He'd probably start the year at double a, not even triple a. Um, Meanwhile, Clark Schmidt kind of came out of nowhere. Well, I'm going to say he came out of nowhere being a, a top pick. That's not true. But he just was solid. Uh, and and what you're seeing out of him is a guy who knows how to pitch. Problem is, he's got 16 innings at AA. And the Yankees never, I mean ever, skip over AAA to bring a guy up. It just never happens. So I, I don't see him being a possibility at all. But he did have a great year. Uh, Michael King was hurt most of last year. If 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 this was last camp that we were going to uh, before his injury, I would have told you, based on on performance and skill set, that I think Michael King would be uh, would be your top guy. And I think by the time spring is over, I think he may separate himself from that young pack, at least in terms of first guy called up. If you, t- God forbid, Cole gets hurt or has to miss a star. I, I gotta say Knock it because, because it's a possibility. And it would be a or big not, problem. Or Tanaka. I think if, you, if, if either of those guys, or God forbid, both of those guys, then I think you do have a chance of seeing maybe Clark Schmidt and Michael King. I, I think Debbie I Garcia think, well, needs I, a, a little bit more I think seasoning. Hold on. I'll put I it
0: th- this way. I think that's when the Yankees get seriously desperate and make – that's what I'm saying too. I don't think those guys. You'll see. And those I don't guys, think like, and I don't think they would go after a Degrom or Syndergaard like that. But I think they go of a level of a Syndergaard that, tax and a guy that, that can fill a role. If they ever get to that point where it's Tanaka goes down or just one of them goes down, then the Yankees are going trading before any of those goes. Those guys are coming up. They're looking at trade possibilities. Here's Robbie the problem: Ray,
1: Do they go after Kluber? But here's just, the problem: How often do you see April May trades? Oh, no, never. never. I Unless mean, a team is a, a, very, very desperate, a, a, it a, seems. It, so you might think about a trade we saw last year just before opening day or maybe a, or a, day, a couple days after, the Mike Talkman trade, oh. right? That was uh we have an extra bullpen piece. You have an extra outfield. And it was a pretty even swap, here. easy to make. Both guys were expendable. No major impact. Yeah, no big impact, yeah. and it worked out well for the Yankees. It's again, a knock on wood, and I and I I'm not wishing this, but if Cole were to miss a couple of starts you're not making a trade to cover those couple of starts anyway. Say Tanaka's arm finally goes and you do have a rotation spot you got to fill It'd in. It have there. to be a guy out
0: for the year, something major. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: But my thought is is uh, at least in the short term, I mean, you're you're picking up the phone, even if you wanted to get somebody like a Robbie Ray, you're going to end up overpaying for a Robbie Ray oh, in yes. May because you know and that- then you have to ask yourself, you know, is it is it worth it long term? Because to make teams, a move like that to burn a prospect, because these
0: teams, like you just said with Robbie Ray, these teams will say, "Oh, well, the, so, Yankee,
1: well, the Yankees
0: are desperate, so hey, yes. yeah, you want Robbie Ray? What do you want?" So to sure, that? it'll so cost that was you a, Clark
1: Schmidt. You exactly. want to make that or move, Florida, and nobody or does. One of those young or Florio, or somebody, or Debbie Garcia. That's all I'm trying well, to
0: say. Well, I don't think they'll trade Debbie Garcia. And yeah, I'm, you and never you, know. I but th-
1: see, again, I, in, in my in my opinion, I think if you were to get into a situation where, say, Cole or Tanaka was, was to be lost for the season tomorrow, oh. and I'm sure Cashman's on the phone immediately, but I think in the very initial stages, I think you would, would be foolish not to, at least by the time spring is over, to give any one of those three young guys a look. You and ha- if, and if they pitch well enough, it would be something you have to consider. I'd like to not see any of the three of them this year.
0: No. Here's my thing that I've been, and this is probably going to, I know this is going to get your blood boiling. And I said it to Ted the other night as I was driving to work I'm sorry, I'm not paying Aaron Judge $200 million. Not. Nah. You want to trade him to the Dodgers? No, not trade. Not even trade him. Joe. Next but, year, Joe. No, sir, No, no trade. But I'm not paying him. You're gonna let him walk? No, no, are no. You insane? No, no, no. I'm not letting him walk. What either. are you paying
1: him? One fifty? Hundred ten? I would give. I'm not giving him two hundred. I'm
0: not giving him two hundred million. He can't, Joe. He had. We've seen the past couple years, and when he's on the f- when he's on the field, he's great. Don't get me wrong. But your greatest asset is being available. Herm Edwards said it back in the day. You have to play on the field. Well, I don't care. Herb Edwards
1: also I, plays a sport with sixteen games. I, I so know that, but you have it's to a little know, more important in that sport.
0: But jo- but you're going to pay him two hundred million, knowing that the guy cannot stay healthy.
1: What do you mean not stay healthy? He
0: hasn't been healthy since he had that one magical year. I know he's had twenty-five plus home runs the past two years. I get that, but when you're supposed to be one of the top ten players in the league. That money, you should be getting paid that money, right? No, you're not uh, wrong. Well, I'm so not when he, when he, not, he is on the field, he's great. He's but he's one of not the saying three best b- right-fielders in I'm the game. I'm not saying anything bad, bad about Georgia and Betts. But Slow Me, down. personally, with him coming on age of almost 30 years old as well, and how long are you going to give him the years, knowing what you just gave Hicks and Severino, total of 11 years, $110 million, and both of them have barely played since the contract, I'm not willing to give, give out $200 million to him.
1: All right. First and foremost, he's 27 years old, Aaron Judge. April 26. When's his next contract? His, so, so he'll be 28. He will be 28 years old come April. So by
0: next year, he'll be looking possibly for a contract. No, they have arbitration three coming up.
1: Forever. He does have arbitration three. He becomes a, a an actual free agent in twenty twenty three. So you so got time. That's thirty one. But as he's getting eight eight and a half this year. You know what he's going to get next year? Like twenty million. And then the year after he'll that be will be like looking thirty for million. So you're, you're I understand not, that 31. the Yankees the Yankees had best give him a contract in this off that takes you through now. What are you willing to give him? That though? takes you through ages 29, say to 35. I could give him a six-year contract at uh, 180. So, so I'm going to tell
0: you. So I'm going to tell you how I'm going to play this. Oh if I'm man, casual. 30 missed, million missed a year? 60
1: games last year. Missed 50 the year before. Played 155. I'll do the 150. in his I'll magical t- season. I'm not doing any of that. I think. I think you're. I'm I, not, I you think you're, it's overblown. You just
0: said he's a free agent in 2023. Yeah. Fine. By then. Go let someone else pay you the 10 years. I'm just going to do the franchise tag like I would do in football. The franchise arbitration this year, arbitration next year, arbitration the following year,
1: and at 31, see you later. But okay. as a, hold no, on. But as what, a, what if at 31, let's say Aaron Judge hits 310 with 58 home runs and 170 RBI? You're going to let him walk? Then I'll, I'll pay him for what he should be worth then. But I'm going to see. No, what then that. then you're going to have to pay him like $40 million a year. See you later then. Nah. Five years, two hundred million then. The the fans would never tolerate a think about how pissed people were about Robbie Cano. See, yes, oh, so, he's yeah, a yes.
0: so go be the Seattle Mariners, go be the Los Angeles Angels, go pay a guy who's gonna be over thirty two years old, ten years, because that's what some he's gonna want. Go pay him ten years, go pay him the A Rod contract, and by the time he's thirty six, his body's crumbling and you're stuck with a five extra years on your deal. Good luck. I'm going to pay him the franchise tag for the next three years. And here's the thing. Joe, you just said, well, what if he hits 310? Well, what if the next two or three years, the next two years, he misses 50 games each year for the next three years?
1: What's more likely?
0: Missing 50 games. games. Why do you say that? Because the last three seasons, he's done it two out of three times. That's 67%. And he's he's already coming into this year. The numbers play into my favor. And he's coming in this year. Now, with an injury. here's the thing, Joe. I agree with an you. An injury if, concern. If he stays healthy this year, and he stays healthy the next year before he hits that thing, then you jump on a deal before he hits 31. Then you jump on and say, here, give him the seven years, 210. Oh. Boom. That's $30 million a year. Man. By the time he's done with it, he's 37. <laughs> you know you're probably going to eat the last year, like the Garrett Cole, which we've talked about. But that's fine. Whew. You understand a guy at that value is worth it because you're not paying for the back two years you're paying for the first five Mm. and that's how you got to look at it but if he's going to be missing 50 games the next two years okay then i'll i'll give him what i think he's worth it's kind of like the jerry jones and dak prescott we're going to talk about that eventually but he thinks he's worth the 35 to 40 million the owner's the one that writes the check he's got to figure out what his value is to the team now there's no salary cap in baseball i think cashman has to be smart Judge's value to the Yankees is at the top of the list. Is Is he? he, Because they won all these games last year without him?
1: He was there the whole time. On the bench. But, but no, he, a leader, no he's, a leader, the, he's the, a leader of this team, likely the next captain of this team, uh, the he, face of I baseball, likely not the face of the franchise. Even with some competition from Glaber, I think even last year, Glaber will eventually be because he's the younger, better version. I think, and he plays be, the I think Glaber position. will be the Aaron <laughs> Judge has that big face. I know, and he's got and the, that judge, big and gap, he's and the big gap, twenty feet tall. Yeah, he's got the Michael Strahan gap. Glaber Torres doesn't even speak English. I, I'm not. I, 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 I th- I'm just saying. I think you're having. I think, I'm just saying. It's hard right to be that. the face of the franchise yeah. if you don't speak English. He's a great player. He's a, I mean, again, what he did year one, a year two is incredible and tells me that it's, it's only going to get better. Could it for be Cole
0: if he lives up to the expectations?
1: Well Even I think though, there's I think always that not a real Yankee because you played somewhere else I think kind you're of a weirdo hoping, thing but I'm mostly no, totally
0: hoping that judge is going to do all that and be amazing I just I want to see him on the field because I know what he can do when he's on the well, field so, he's great so though, it, but he's not on the
1: field it's, it's certainly wishful thinking this is a guy who if you if you research his minor league career you wonder why he came up so lay, he went to college too yeah, yeah. uh and graduated from college which is which is awfully great but he uh he had a lot of injuries in the minor leagues as well uh uh and 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 missed parts of seasons uh all throughout his minor league career so the yankees have always known what he is um he bounces back pretty quick from injuries and he plays hurt and and even when he plays hurt he's a lot better than about eighty-five percent of the rest of the I league. I would put him so still in the
0: top five, probably right ninety f-
1: percent. Oh yeah, because
0: there's probably he's real- the third best right fielder in the league behind uh, Bellinger and Betts. What about Yelich? What about him? Okay, I mean, no, come so on, <laughs> Yelich, I would say Judge is probably the fourth best. Judge right- might be a better outfielder defensively than Yelich. He's. I think he's, got, he's. He plays a much better outfield. I, w- I would. Strong. I mean, he's got a stronger. He's, arm.
1: he's got a better arm, and he's he makes better plays. Yes. He I know be a I better, better hitter, but he's
0: also on the field a lot more. see Let's, for me. I'll pay a guy like Mookie like two hundred, two twenty. I'm not paying a guy like Aaron Judge. Don't Well, even... you know what I mean. It, uh, that's just me. I'm not going four hundred million because no player in the world should deserve four hundred million. When you start Mookie bets, you better start talking at least three. Start with the three okay. and work your way. Whatever. I know what Mookie bets does. I know what Aaron Judge does. So we, but would when you? Aaron Judge would you on... rather
1: see the Yankees go at this offseason and sign Mookie bets to a four hundred million dollar deal? No. And and, no. and and no 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 and no, no. See no. if you could package Stanton and Judge to the. The Dodgers, I bet you they'd take them no, both.
0: No, no they I would, would. no, I, yeah, they probably they would. would. They would, they totally would. would. I would not do that. I'm okay. not paying any player 400 million, not even Mike Trout. I'm not paying 400 million dollars. Well,
1: no professional athlete should be getting paid 400 million dollars. Mm, here's the thing there's Trevor, only three athletes. Trevor, hold the- on, you could look at me and you could be like, I am not paying 25,000 for a brand new car, okay. You go find one that's not 25 grand that's brand new. And and not. what is it? A Kia? Hey. <laughs> is that what you wanted? A Kia? I'm no offense no, to the a Kia be- people. A beetle. a beetle. You know what I mean? <laughs> you you're paying what market value's worth. And and we see right now, I mean, it's been ever since they cracked the 30 million mark, it's like 31, 32, 32.5, 30 33, 30 35, yeah. 36, 36 30 million in the past. The numbers—they're the, trying to keep that number from where they don't want forty million a year to become a thing. No, I haven't. And they've been really trying to keep that. You know, everyone's trying to top everyone's contract by like a hundred thousand. They're—they're. I mean, they don't want this thing to develop. And it's, you're right. It's but no right now, This is no what we said about Garrett Cole. Market value dictated nine years right off the bat. Basically, uh, Scott Morris said to the teams, he wants nine years. Who's out for nine years? And anybody who said they were out, we're out of the sweepstakes. Who's in for nine? Couple of teams. Who is it? He wants three hundred twenty-four million. We're in. You're out. Deal. That's how you determine market value. Of course. You know, there's got to be de- again. Manny Machado agreeing to go to the the the, Padre, char- the I must call them the Chargers. <laughs> uh-huh. It's okay. Go it to the Padres like last the City year City thing. was a bit of a surprise. Was, but but it ultimately it was a money thing for him. Yeah. It, it had to be because he was the only team offering but what about Harper? the was high Harper dollars and cents he wanted. Was Harper the same yes. thing then, probably? But here's yes. the, the, the difference. We, ended up in a better place. But yes,
0: exactly. Because when we look at the Phillies, they are a team more so built to go toward a World Series where the Padres Eventually young, might very be, young. but it's going to take a lot, much more time, because the Pot Dodgers are the front runner, head and shoulders above everyone else. What should the Yankees do with John Carlos Stanton after this season? Can do nothing not, with him. I He's think got a you, player option. He's going to hop right back into it. And I know you. Somebody's. I know you asked, her, know have you have asked the, st- the question.
1: You 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 just have to hope. Again, I, you know the the. You're going to have to live with the contract. He he missed a year. He he look, he played 158 games. His first season in New York,
0: and he was the most important player because that was the time we dealing with big he, injuries as well.
1: Damn, the Judge was a Aaron big player. Aaron Judge
0: was out. We dealt with big injuries that year.
1: I know he missed a lot of the season. It's frustrating. He certainly, uh, you can say what you want about him and his postseason performance. When he was in the lineup, they won the games. When he wasn't, they lost. It's I as mean, simple you, as remember, that. you remember Game One, yeah. home run. Listen, Giancarlo <laughs> Stan is the kind of guy though, where he just needs to be in the lineup to. Have an effect on the lineup.
0: All right. Yeah. So, so here, here's, look at, here's, here's his career right above your head. I pulled it up so you guys... His presence able. alone. So every time he's missed time. So first year, 2010, he played 100 games. Then he played, well 150, 123, 116, 145, 74, but I believe that was the year he got hit in the face. By the way, the, the
1: 123, he was uh, MVP. That's like 59 home runs. No,
0: 168.
1: He played 168, yeah. Look in 12. Two thousand twelve? Hundred and twenty three games, thirty seven, eighty six. Let's say MV Oh no, I'm sorry, I misread <laughs> All-Star that. All Star game MVP. MVP. All Star yeah. That's right. a big difference. But no no, but you look at the numbers <laughs> I misread that. But you look at the numbers <laughs> well, just a little bit. Wait, he wasn't the two thousand twelve MVP, was he? Only
0: that year in Miami, the last year where he went wild. He played 159 and 150. Other than that, but every no, look, year. You Bodo, go, you're
1: talking 145, 74, 119. So, you know, uh, 2015 was the shot in the face. Yep. Yes. So I got some for that. So so he, has time? Time? He, he hasn't had, missed a ton of time. And I don't think it's fair to call him injury prone. Is well, he a
0: liability or an asset? Now, I know this could be. An, uh, it, it, it's easy to say a liability because he's been injured. But like Joe just said, and when he's on the field. He's an asset to the team. So yes. which side are you picking more, though? Are you picking that he's the Look, the asset if, side when he's on infield or when he's not playing? He's if he
1: doesn't get into more than 80 games this year, 81. So let's go halfway. Let's Go half. <laughs> then it's a problem. If he misses 30, 35 games. You have no issue with it. That's fine. Yeah. I expect Sanchez will miss that many. I expect Judge may miss that many. The, you know, here's again, here's the thing. When that happens in Milwaukee and Christian Yelich is out, that team's screwed. That team doesn't have any other really good options. They have some good players, but when you take an MVP player like him off, it, your team goes down. The, the Yankees are fortunate to have depth and resources and a really good GM who has been able to go out and find you know Cameron Mabens and, and and guys yeah. like like that. Topman, uh, Topman Gio Orsilla having the big year does last that, year. Does that oh, headline Gino's right gonna, there
0: get you? I've seen that post on Twitter. Does he is he the potential Jacoby Ellsbury situation? I just asking, ha- again, have to, you have to almost 159
1: wait. games his last year in Miami, 158 his first year in New York. 18 last years of obviously all the injuries. This season hasn't even started yet, and he's going to miss some time.
0: Well, we He'll don't know. We I think don't he's going to be out more
1: than a couple
0: weeks. We don't know. This yet. is what I worry about right here, this thing right here. Since these past couple of years, bicep left strain, left shoulder, left calf, Stop right PCL, lift. Stop right lifting. Stop lifting. I said, Stop that, lifting. Last these guys, I said that last night. I said that last night, man. Hicks, he's he's a big guy, he's a big jack guy. you are going to have to Severino change Severino when since Severino came back last year. Whenever when he, I remember you said, oh, he looks big. He looks he looks a lot more jacked. What has happened since he's been dealing with injury? Stanton. He's a monster. Well, you he, already see it. You know what the These best? These guys. I know his understand injuries it. are only going to go up once he gets older because you know I don't yeah. father time always wins. You know what
1: the best part about not working out is? You never strain muscles. So Joe's
0: telling everyone he doesn't work. I'm out I'm very limber
1: because and I have a good swing. Well, you know what we do. Joe. Are you a
0: hall of famer in the Waffle ball league? Pretty much. So, so, we do, so legendary. We do, status. Have you put
1: yourself or have? Your peers—they have. I've been—I've been voted to the All Star team two years in a row. You have an All Star team? There's an All Star team. So we joke about this as though. a pitcher or a hitter. Hold on, it's a Oh my God. Um, I'm curious. Both years, I've been selected as both a hitter and as a pitcher. What is there tw- What are you Otani? I pretty much am.
0: What is there? Three people in the league? How, no. Yeah. How many there's, people in the league? There's
1: from? about seventy people in the league. How do they pick you? I know. Listen, are you one of the Yo, commissioner? Is the league rigged? Yo. Fair enough. I I did recently get elected co commissioner. There, it is. there Yo, it is. Here's the thing. But only because in. of he's my perfect, legendary status. He's the
0: perfect <laughs> backyard player. He's Pablo, He's Pablo. Um. What, remember, remember the back in the day that video game you used to play be, backyard baseball with the kids. Oh my God. And, and Pablo, he's. Are you Pablo? I'm Pablo. The all around player. The all the best player in the league. You know what we joke about We joke about this at work. So, my coworker Polly Stanish, pork chop. You know, I remember one last year when he was like, "Oh, Talkman got hurt." He's like, "We're done. We're done." And we're like, "Really? Can you imagine a Yankee fan saying, "Mike Talkman's hurt and we we're, we're screwed?" It was crazy to oh, think about goodness. that. Oh my goodness. Well, so, how
1: about the people that were like, "Well, if Talkman comes back and Stanton comes back, who's going to be on the roster?" And you And we
0: talked about this.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, Stan. Stanton. Joe, um, you got crazy. What? What do you mean, who? <laughs> the guy that makes like 600k or the guy that makes like 32? Cuz it's going to be that guy every time Every time.
0: And to think about, like, guys, now, I know the game is totally different. Somebody's going to be like, Ted, it's a different game. But to think about guys like Babe Ruth and who, like, drank beers, ate hot dogs and burgers. Mickey like, Mantle was like a walking like, uh, walk-in walk-in field. Crunch. Like, the, these guys who didn't lift and, like, just played the game and, like, drank coffee and booze before the game and, like, did everything that you were not many supposed muscular to muscular And then nowadays.
1: played played 162 games, right? Do you realize in 1972, Roger Bannister... Ran the four-minute mile and was the first person to do it. Did you know this? No. The first man in human history to run, to run a, a four-minute mile. That's oh fast. My. Yeah, and that's now, a minute
0: per yeah. Yeah.
1: <sighs> my daughter did that in gym class last week. They ran a four-minute mile. I mean, it's your daughter ran a four. Everybody minute Everybody does it. Anybody? What do you that, mean everybody? All you does have to do it? is run hard for a mile, a four, and you could do it in under four minutes. It's insane. Joe, I'll be passed out. You probably would be. No one's running four minutes. Guess miles. up. My point is. I know none of us are. I'm joking. It's not, but it's. People regularly break the four minute mile like it's nobody's business. It, it just happens. El, if you look at the 100 meter dash you know when when uh jesse was he jesse jesse owens, jesse owens right yeah. in uh, in berlin he knows he knows we Roger, are, like, that wasn't right knows, for He knows a minute let's get jeffrey, the names right yeah jeffrey owens doesn't know. uh so so yeah uh, you know jesse if, owens if you look at jesse owens world record breaking you know he showed the nazis yeah whatever if you look at that time now it's laughable yeah it's laughable you're like oh that really i want it now everybody, if if you can't beat what he did in the thirty six Olympics, you're not even qualifying for the team. <laughs> you're, not, you're not even asking that's for a my child. point. Like it's again, you, how old are you, Ted? Thirty two. Thirty. Ah, see, you're still you're still. So who are you gonna bring up? You, I, I was I was gonna bring up Steve Kemp. A baseball player from the 70s into the early 80s. Your dad my and dad those wrote, guys are yeah, the what i talking wrote, about. What team did he, he play for? He played for the, the Tigers, uh, the White Sox. He spent a the time with the Yankees. There was a lot of guys like this in baseball back in the day. I wish dad was tuned in. He'd probably start. T- some and topic. Steve Kemp <laughs> just jumps right to mind. Claudel Washington. Th- th- these guys that hit like 13 homers, had 70 RBI, hit about 260, played great defense. And those guys were like all stars, and now that guy is like a chump. That's like your bench guy, seventeen home runs. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have for a starting left fielder Joe, that only go- hits eighteen home Joe, runs. Joe, for goodness sake, you're
0: seeing leadoff guys hitting 25, 30 home runs now. Well, you're That's seeing like, guys, never, You're, you're
1: yeah. also seeing guys like Chris Bryant be leadoff hitters. Yeah, you're seeing again. I don't know why the Yankees. I know they've they talked about it. We've seen it once or twice with Judge. Judge, I mean, he's got a great eye. Can you imagine being a rookie? You just get called up from Double A. You're starting for the Oakland A's at Yankee Stadium. And the first thing you see is 6'7", 285, standing there all up on that plate biggest with positional all the player on-base ever. percentage in the world. Imagine what that would be like. I wouldn't. No. I'd would be terrible. Because it's, the old day
0: was like a five foot nine, one 175-pound guy like who us. could hit the ball.
1: Yeah. Who just slapped the ball and speed. He and might it bunt. I remember Ricky Henderson, when Ricky Henderson, uh, you know, became like a 25, 28 home run guy all of a sudden. And we were like, oh, my God. But is that good? He's that good? fast. He can steal bases and hit home runs.
0: I'm, a fa- I'm actually a fan of this, of how baseball has transitioned well, to that well. Well, it should. It has to. And getting like, I mean, like you said, Aaron Judge, Chris Bryant, and stuff like that. My final thing that I want to ask, level of concern for the New York Yankees on a scale of 1 to 10, currently right now with all the players out going into the season – What's the scale rank
1: for me right now? I my concern is at about a three. I um, so lower than mine. Severino is the biggest concern. You would think he's the and biggest it's not concern? even a concern. Well, I think Judge is the biggest concern. Filling the void again because and you, you we we talked about it before. You mentioned it earlier. You know when you when you added Cole and pushed everybody back a spot, that rotation looked. Amazing. On like a paper. fantasy team. And now suddenly the depth of it is getting and look, Jordan Montgomery is a good jury. I think hap is due for a, a nice bounce back high. Jordan kind Montgomery of Is year.
0: going to be like coming back too. Everybody's like, Oh, Jordan you got him coming well, back. That's what spring he t- hasn't
1: pitched in I mean, sure, we have not seen him I, pitch a regular season game in almost two years. How many pitchers have you seen come back from Tommy John recently and be total failures? I, listen, I off know, the top you know? of not my many. not I many. I mean, I feel like both of these guys are coming back. It might take me a year to look at Michael Pineda. Oh yeah, Pineda. I mean, he's in a he's, he's looked fantastic, and had he not gotten suspended Carl for PEDs, oh, he get back. You, you listen, he was good for the Red
0: Sox. That's all that mattered when he needed. Carl to be. Pavano. Or Nathan Avaldi. Nathan oh, Evaldi. Evaldi. Oh Carl God. Pavano is Sorry, an ex-Yankee.
1: That, that, uh, I was, was like, That's wait, one of the worst I guys was like, like, is Ted like... trying to throw my point in my face with Pavano? You meant Avaldi. Absolutely. Yeah, Another they, guy. yeah Who I could have said Pavano two to three. You could have. <laughs> oh um, but not for nothing, Avaldi throws harder than he did when he before. before the Tommy John, and he threw hard then. Yeah. So... Listen, Montgomery's a soft tosser. He's a he, he's it, speed's not his problem. And and it's not going to affect him. It's him getting the mechanics back in sync. I think he's going to be fine. There's no reason affect Seven? There's no reason to think it wouldn't. No, again, I got I mean, a feeling. I mean, you're talking about a kid who's going to be 25 years old. Um I I think he's going to bounce back from a surgery, go through a rehab. He's he's got Let me look him up. You know, again, not for nothing, but he pitched 20 innings last year, and he's going to pitch zero innings this year. And so he goes into camp next year. Guys, guess what? He's got a surgically repaired arm that's got 20 innings on it over the last two years. How's he going to do? He's Great. 20, he's 26. He is 26. Yeah. He's going to come back guns blazing. Will you hope. You hope? I, 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 again, unless the, uh, look who's doing the surgery. He's going to come back fine. The surgery is going to be a success. He's going to hit the rehab thing. Uh, and as long as he tells them when he ain't feeling right, which is a problem, you know, and it's 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 something. Because he didn't we, say nothing last year. Right.
0: Joe, that's what makes me. It's like these and guys went, went the, the whole time in April. These he guys went the whole offseason. But slow down. See, and this, now- is,
1: this is where the problem runs into. We saw this last year. Judge was playing and was hurt, and everybody was bitching that he wasn't, he wasn't hitting home runs left, right, and sideways. And then at the same time, criticizing Giancarlo Stanton for not playing hurt. And now you've got a situation where you got a pitcher that's hurt, and it's easy to be frustrated with him, or it's easy to look at it and be like, God, you know what? Next year, boy, this guy's going to come back with a really fresh arm. Well, that's because you can't, you can't make
0: everyone happy.
1: Right. There, People are going to be upset no matter what. I know people want to freak out about the rotation they did all last year right up to, to, to the American League Championship Series. And not for nothing, it would have been Severino in Game 7. Uh, had the Yankees won Game Six? Imagine that.
0: Imagine that. If you might have so- seen his arm blow out that night. Imagine if some guy Jose Altuve didn't hit a home run, probably.
1: Go ahead, what's your uh, Imagine if Severino had to pitch game seven that night, who knows what would have happened with the with the, with the, the status of that injury. Oh, he bull- could have that- really blown it out right there on the mound. It means that they would have been using that bullpen a lot. Maybe
0: we should thank Altuve for not having to have a pitch because maybe, thank his, him. Career, he maybe, maybe his career could have been even worse. Could have been in a I worse am position. not thinking Jose Altuve ever. <laughs>
1: you may want to. He, no, he literally no. may have saved. Both of you settle down. Listen, if Severino comes back next year and wins 20, I will I will lower why my you, hatred of Altuve one full match. I oh, thought
0: you were going to buy him a chicken parm sub. Yeah, maybe. You know, you know <laughs> one more final thing. You know how you just said we see like leadoffs now. We don't really see a lot of 20 game winners now anymore in baseball. Not no. really. And it, it's Yeah, kind because of, they don't pitch six innings no
1: more. Yeah, and that's why, yeah. Um, Garrett Cole did it last year.
0: Yeah. I, and so did Verlander, right? Verlander Herlander at had,
1: 19. Oh, yes, 19. We saw a couple 20 game winners, winners the year before. Um... It'll be interesting to see because Severino
0: was on pace a year before that for yeah. 20 games, and then he struggled. Herman, Herman would when have gotten got to 20. To yeah. six, he was in eight, 18. was 18 and
1: four. Um, 18 and four. Oh yeah, dude, he was.
0: My, you asked him a question. He was, was my, 5 right now, only because it's middle of the pack. We've gone through this before. We've seen it happen. Now to think. The same guys are gonna be able to produce at that same level. Is DJ Le Wamehu gonna produce at that same level, Usher? We don't have that guarantee. I don't think no. that's yeah. I don't think that's a realistic DJ Wamehu. I don't know. I either. think take a couple numbers back, take five home runs. I hate DJ. No, it's it's realistic. I, I think twenty
1: seven home runs was more a product of the juiced ball. I think he's back to twenty two, twenty. 15 to 22 what, about what I had I mean, in my head.
0: Not, he hits another 20, 20. Something like He that.
1: gets to maybe 20. He hits 18 to you 22. Know, how does Geo
0: play full-time? You know, there's a lot of well,
1: questions. We're waiting on I mean, Geo, I feel good about. But this
0: team did win and 103 Duhar? games Two. with all the yeah. injuries last year. With Sanchez on the DL twice. With Judge on the DL. With Stan missing 18 games. I think, with it's, Severino t- I think missing it's time for Sanchez to have a um, that year we were, we're, we're hoping for. Like his rookie year, he came in and just destroyed
1: the ball. Well, let me we're ask hoping. You something. We're hoping for...
0: Sanchez to be that. Let
1: guy. me ask you something yeah. and we'll finish this up. Would you rather Sanchez hit 280, hit bombs? He hits 35, 40 homers, yeah. 120 RBI, stays healthy for the most part. Yeah. Or maybe he has a dippity do in the batting average. Maybe it's 240 again. Maybe only 25 homers and he plays 140 games. How about this? But the catching's spectacular. The framing's great. The blocking's great. The throwing of runners out. What would you rather see from Gary Sanchez? I want a more complete choice
0: I, I, because I was pleased with his defense last year. Thank you. Okay. I, w- I would say the, I would say
1: I want the, the numbers at the too. batting. You want the slugger.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hell I want the slugger, yeah. but I want the more complete, too. And I saw him get – I getting saw there. him improve to that last year, so I know – Because the game changed. Yes. And the reason why I say that is because ability to run and stealing in baseball is not as important as it was t- 15, 20 years ago, okay? To get to see a guy have 50 steals in a season is incredible now. That was common knowledge in the 90s and 80s and everything. Everyone did that. That's why Ricky Henderson steals numbers will never be touched ever again. It's one of those infamous numbers that will never be touched because the way the game is played. The importance of stealing... Is not as important And as we've seen Especially with Mike Trout The injury concern Of him sliding to a base Taking a Spraining a finger An ankle injury A knee Anything that could happen To stealing Is more risk And it's not valued For a guy at that level It's just amazing That Cal Ripken Jr. Played for that many years
1: And never got hurt It's not a different game It's the exact same game It's run at the same speed In the same way And the difference is That the guys don't make Two million dollars a year anymore. They make thirty-five. Yep. And it's the difference between, you know, if you have a two million dollar piece of art, you're going to put it on your wall. If it's thirty-five million, going to be in a museum. Give me the vault. It's a see, you're a, you're, you're just a
0: two million dollar vote. I'm You're gonna not going to take
1: you're not going to take the same chances. You're not going to leave that painting in, in a room if that has two, air in it if it's a that two, is in control. If it's
0: a $2 million painting, I'm selling it. I want money. Yes, now. sir. Let's do it. It's also it's also a load management thing. People, the the analytics now say they don't want you playing 162 games. Yeah, I know. It's
1: just like basketball. No, I know. I, know. I was it's just, just going to bring that up. I mean, you know, I, I hear they're complaining. I guess uh, the T-Wolves got in trouble for resting. Resting. Russell. Got $25,000. Can you imagine that? As if anybody ever ever attended a basketball game to see D'Angelo Russell play. Next, I'm saying you know <laughs> it ain't Lebron. It wasn't Lebron sitting. No, I know. I think you'd be all right missing D'Angelo Russell. But anyway, I think the Yankees are going to be just fine. I would but say I would say four or five too. I'm not really. Ask concerned. me again in a month how I feel. We'll see. We'll see. Things are either going to get worse or better.
0: You know, you know that the Judge injury we have got to see how that and the usual Sanchez injury comes up. So. Just saying. As always, Joe, thank you. Thanks for having me. They should start. Last thing, they should start eating more chicken parm subs and stop lifting.
1: That's where it's at.
0: <laughs> That's it. Start eating <laughs> Italian food, pasta, because guess what? You won't get injured anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the host of The roll Call, the Joseph Aguirre, as always. Thank you, Joe. We'll be right back. We're talking New York Giant football. Joe Judge's comments. I love them. I know some people are a little, eh. We'll talk about that. And then combine talk. Giants, Lions, Washington Redskins. What are they going to do? Is Tua going to be a quarterback of the Washington Redskins? We'll talk all about that. Keys to the City. We'll be right back.
1: Sports, we've got sports here on Keys to the City, brought to you by All Noise Radio. Here's your host, Trevor and Ted.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. Thank you, Joseph Aguire, for joining us talking New York ba- baseball, New York Yankees. You were gonna baseball. say bacon. I what you were yeah. gonna say, bacon, bro? They, they probably should start eating more bacon, too. Stop with the bacon lifting. is good for me. Stop lifting weights all these yankee players because all you ever since you've been doing it you've just been going on the aisle and to and think a guy up. like brett gardner who's 36 years old it's amazing he can continue to play and play well and play at a high level and you got a guy who's half his you know not half his age but 10 years younger having so yeah. many injuries concerning. having so many injuries it's it's fascinating it is it is truly fascinating to see that the yankees are dealing with it again so the saying. Lightning strike. Lightning never strikes twice. Well, it just happened on the New York Yankees once your, again. Don't hold your breath. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm not worried. We're still winning the ALEs, but I want a championship. Speaking of championships, and that might not may not come for a couple years now for the New York Giants, which is fine, but the direction of the New York Giants has gotten me excited since the hire of Joe Judge and his press conference, his first initial press conference. And while well, he's made some news, this week – For his clean slate comments And I'm not just talking about And why I love him And how people should love him And I know that the New York media Is the complete opposite Because well They're not used to this And how I want to relate this To not just football But in life in general I love what he said Because Look Dave Gettleman Joe Judge Jason Garrett That coaching staff they know that Saquon Barkley is going to be the running back of the future. They know that. He's the face of the franchise. They know that Daniel Jones is going to be the quarterback. It's a fact. They're just saying it. But the New York media, being the media as it is, can handle it. And how I want to relate this to life is everybody gets a clean slate. You start over. And giant fans should be excited and giant players should be excited by that because, well, for— the, pre, the current players, like a Saquon, he's been there for two years. hasn't won anything. They've been the, some probably, other than the Cleveland Browns, one of the worst franchises in the league the past couple years. How can you not be excited for a clean slate? And the other thing that gets me excited about this is you have to earn your spot. And now people want to all freak out because, well, in today's society, we live in a spoiled society. We live in a me society. You people want to expect they just are given things on a silver platter. No. How it was 40, 50 years ago, and the the difference, the biggest difference from this to that is that people earned everything. Nowadays, you're just given stuff. And the reason why I I appreciate what Joe Judges Saying, and why Giant fans should be excited about it is because you have to earn it in life. You're not just giving stuff. Oh, here you go. Yeah, we get that. That's the problem with today's world. Or yeah, not, but I shouldn't yeah, say world. I should say today's... When you, when when you, you go, today's go into a society, science conference and say, everyone's spot is open for grabs, he, you have... To, yeah, but here's the thing. He's Joe Judge. This is not Brian... Uh, excuse me, this is not Bill Belichick. This is not Bill Parcells. This is not one of the elite coaches, Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh. This, listen, and that's, the prob- I, that's the problem. That's the problem. No, I know that. That's but the they've problem. earned the respect. I know. This but guy's resume doesn't speak. Volume. I get that, but that's the problem because you no, that's not because you gotta have you have to have these coaches that come in. You have to have these coaches that come in, and they have oh, they have to say this. That, that's what they have to say. Or you have coaches that say players. No, it's different. I'm not saying he's Bill Belichick. I'm not saying he's Bill Parcells. I'm not saying, hell, he's he's Nick Saban. But that's what we almost need. That's what we need as a giant franchise. I'll give you a a John Wooden quote. One of John Wooden's quotes is, I don't treat all my players the same, but I treat them all fairly. Do you not think that he's no, going? A th- so listen, the quarterback is going to be treated differently than the running back, and the running back's going to be treated different than the the guard or the backup center or the kicker. That's the way it is. That's how reality is. Okay, that's how business is. That's how life is. So one brother gets treated better than the other brother, or the brother gets treated what? better than what? the sister. What? Is you just but he's trying to do. Care. I always uh, treat him. Yeah, you're the middle I'm the, child. I'm so the I'm the best screwed. one, middle child. No, I'm not screwed. The middle child is the best. I don't think so. It's, it, it's a fact. It's read not a read, fact. Read your articles. It's not. They're the most loved. Okay, because they feel bad for them because they're not the last and they're not the first, so they got to give them the most love. A handsome one. That's fine. Um, (laughs) With (laughs) regards to this in the New York Giants, I understand where he's coming from. For people to overstate his 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 quote and think, "Hey, listen, he's not showing Daniel Jones respect." Here's the other thing: What has Daniel Jones earned? Okay, yeah, he had a good season as a rookie, but his job isn't guaranteed. If the Giants want to go get. And there's been rumors of Tom Brady. If they wanted to go get someone at that elite level, then so be it. Because maybe they don't feel he's earned it. Why should No and I know we're talking Giants, and I'm not taking away from the subject, but there was rumors we watched this morning on Get Up, right? What are they talk about? They'll talk about the NFL draft. And we're gonna be talking about that in a couple minutes with regards to the Giants and other teams. Who's the number two position? The Washington Redskins. Oh, yeah. Who did they draft in the first round last Brian year? Brian Haskins. A quarterback. Yeah. Right? What did the Arizona Cardinals do a couple years ago? They drafted Josh Rosen. And then what did they, f- they do the next year? Kyle or Murray. Okay? If they feel that Tua Tagovailoa is the quarterback for the future and he's the better fit guy for their team and gives them the better upside, then they're going to draft him. Mm-hmm. And then the quarterbacks are going to play it out and the better quarterbacks is going to win. And what you know you do? You're going to trade the other one. Or you're going to hold on to him. The Washington Redskins have done this before. They drafted in the first round Robert Griffin the III. They did the same draft. And in the third round, they drafted Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Guess what? Robert Griffin III was the superstar. Got faded out because of injuries. And what happened? Kirk Cousins been the quarterback. And then they franchised him and they didn't think he was the future, and they got rid of him. But um, don't take away from what I'm saying. Every spot is going to be earned on the Giants And team, I, I, except for maybe one, and that's the running back. The only guaranteed spot on this football team is Saquon Barkley because I don't give a crap who comes in or who they select, and, oh, Saquon does nothing during training camp and the other guy looks lightning like yeah. the next thing. It doesn't matter. He's I, wouldn't, t- I wouldn't take any other running back in the NFL over Saquon. Okay, you can tell Maybe me. Maybe McCaffrey. No, I'm still taking Saquon because am he got drafted by the Giants. Oh, I know. I, I love McCaffrey. I love Saquon. I, you, you can't call him. You gave, call me, you see, can't you call gave him. McCaffrey. I'm going to still take Saquon. Saquon. Okay. I, I, and if I was a Carolina Panther fan, I would say the same thing about McCaffrey. And if I was a Dallas fan, I'd say yeah, the same course. thing. Yeah, of course. But if I was the Rams and you said, Saquon's going to go to the Rams. Sorry, girl. He kicked kick rocks, and I'm going to put Saquon Barkley. That's how it's going to go. You want the best players at the best position. And, that's and you what, want every player to come in and say okay. For the younger guys to the older guys, you want it earned. You want the veterans to come in and go, "Wow, my position is not guaranteed." And, here- and I'm going to have to because you know what that does? That's going to get the v- best value, value. But also, it's going to make those va- those veteran players work the hardest. You want also- every player to earn their spot because that's how you make a team. And this is why I, I'm I'm loving Joe Judge. I love everything he's been saying and speaking. Oh, thank you. I needed something. You're welcome. Yeah. So, to get back, the reason why Joe Judge, I love what he's been saying, he's been spewing since becoming the new Giant head coach, is I love that the media, the New York media, doesn't know how to react to it. Because they love having a guy like a Ben McAdoo. They love having a guy like Pat Shermer. Because those are guys that are going to come out, voice their displeasure call out people, say names and stuff like that. And the media loves it. They love it. They gather all that information and they write that. You see it on the New York Post, the New York Times. You see it. They love it. They love information like that. When you get a guy like Joe Judge, a guy like Bill Belichick, a guy like Saban, if you want to, media don't know how to react to him. They lose their minds. And you've already seen it. You're going to get the boring answer from Joe Judge. You're going to get the boring answer from Bill Belichick. It's just the way it is. You're going to get the boring answer from Greg Popovich. They're not going to come out and say everything that you want to hear, that you can post. No, it doesn't work like that. And this is what the Giants have been lacking and been missing. Since Coughlin, Coughlin, you can almost say. Since Parcells. They haven't had this. They haven't. And that's why it gets me excited. And that's why I say his clean slate comments, I love it. It's a new beginning. It's a new day and age for New York Giant football. You have to come in from day one. Like you said, Ted, other than Saquon Barkley, every one of those 52 other players, or 70-plus players, because you know you you have your draft picks, you have... The free agents come in, work them out. But all those players are going to be given an opportunity to play for the New York football Giants. If you are not good enough, you will not make the team. And people have to deal with that. And the problem in today's society, that no. When you have to work for something, you don't like to go that extra mile. People don't like to go the extra mile to be great. People just want to be given that present, that gift. That's silver platter Because it's easy Joe Judge is not going to make it easy For these players Joe Judge is not going to make Joe Judge Joe Judge is not going to make it easy For the media So for media fans If you expect this to be like A Pat Shermer Or a Ben McAdoo A media's dream it's not going to be that way. You're going to get no. I don't Bill. think so. No, I don't think you're going to get Bill Belichick. I disagree with it's you. It's already happened. No, it's I, already I, ha- no. I think I think you get okay. Okay. okay, I'm wrong. No, here, no I'm, I'm not wrong. saying you're wrong. I say I disagree with you. I would. Say, I said who are the two coaches that he's come under? Saban, Saban and Belichick. Belichick, but Saban gives stuff. I think he's going to be himself. I don't think he's going to be a replica of Bill Belichick. I'm not saying – but he's going to try – he's going no, listen, to be that not way. He's going to be his blah. I'm going to put it that way. I don't think he'll be his blois. I don't think Sherman knew how to handle the New York media. Straight. I don't straight think McAdoo said. knew how to handle – coaches know how to – people know Certain how to guys, handle the media. Players, coaches, people I think, know how to handle media. So there twos- are people that Tuesday don't know how to handle it was 50 days since Joe Judge had become the head coach of the New York Football Giants. I think the way he's handled the media so far has been perfect. I don't think – nothing he said Tuesday in his press conference was disrespectful or rude. Nope. Or, or, or was it insightful? Nope. All he was saying that all his players are going to come in with a clean slate, and that comes with Daniel Jones and Saquon. Now, in the back of his mind, and everyone knows, that we know – let's use a little common sense, everyone. Yeah, I know. But, but Saquon, people – but in today's society, there's no common sense anymore. People are like, oh, my God, he said nobody. he didn't say Saquon. But Give he, it a break. Because people. here's the thing: if he says we're going to come out with a clean slate, and then he says Saquon's earned a spot, what does that? Do? What does that say to the other 52 players? That oh, we have to earn it, but Saquon's given it's a, the it's right a lack of respect, and that's the problem. And, and that's a, the problem with today's society. And well, here's the other thing: where does, where did he coach the last few years? Came from the the Patriots, and their mantra is everyone's the same. Listen, that's why they're dealing with the Tom Brady thing, okay? But it's worked for them. Now, Twenty does, years. Now, does that mean everyone's going to be like that? No. Now we know, with all due respect to NFL players and coaches, that you try to do the best you can, treating everyone the same. But that's not how the real world works. Okay, the quarterback is always going to be more of a favorite uh, than the lineman, and uh, certain other players are going to be favorites. They're called, you know, daddy's girl, you know, coach's boy, suckups, whatever. But certain players are going to be Co- coach's favorites that's the way the real world works just like in business in real life okay so why does this person always get asked for his job and why not me it's just because yeah. the boss or someone feels more comfortable with that person that being said i like everything is being done for, what's more important to me is where do the, what do the giants do in free agency and what do the giants do in the nfl draft and i don't care about him saying clean slate because guess what Everyone's gonna earn a position. We know Saquon, day one, week one is gonna be the running back behind the field. And more likely than not, unless Tom Brady comes in, Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones will be, will be the, the quarterback starting of the quarterback the in week one. one.
1: Yeah.
0: Unless because that doesn't mean Alex Tanney, if he goes in and lights up preseason, Daniel Jones has an awful preseason that he's gonna be starting quarterback. No, no. absolutely not. Hmm. We let's let's be realistic. All it's saying, though, is everyone else on the team other than probably the quarterback, running back, and maybe one or two other players, every other position is going to have to be earned. And that also means backup positions. Yes. And that's going to make sure that veteran players are going to work hard and think, oh, my God, I can just go in because I've had 13 years. I'm going to be this, the guy. It's no. It's not going to work like that. That's why for people that disagree with his comments. I think no. that builds a better team. Yes. I, I Personally. Don't, I have no issue with it. I don't. I have no issue with what Joe Judge has been, been saying since his date since his debut as New York giant football head coach speaking of the Giants the Giants are one of the most intriguing teams in this entire draft and it's been great and I love it and the fact of well what are the, what what are the Giants going to do what are the Giants going to do in the sense of trade back are they going to trade Oh, they're going to trade up, which I, I, I can't see how they would do that. But the realistic, are they going to stay put or are they going to trade? So one of the biggest questions as a Giant fan is, straight up, do we trust Dave Gettleman with this pick? Because knowing that this could be his final draft as New York Giant man, uh, general manager, he has to hit on this. He has to make the right decision for the New York Giants. And the reason why I said it last week, the reason the Giants are in this position is because they've been bad. I know they've drafted pieces that can be moving forward for the New York Giants but they are a bad team because of bad drafting in the past and now it's starting to show and that's why they're in the top but that 10. That wasn't all his then. fault. That was I know that but that's why they're in the top 10 now. He inherited a mess. Do you have trust? I'm going to interrupt. He, do you have trust in him? I'm 50/50 on him. I do. Because I will say- I'm leaning okay. I'm I'm leaning in the sense of I want to trust Dave Gettleman because I know that this is a big opportunity for the New York Giants to trade back But they could take a great player, whether that's an offensive lineman or the kid Isaiah Simmons or Jeffrey Okuda or Chase Young or Derrick Brown. You're going to get a great pick no matter what you do. But then there's the other side of me that, well, what are we going to do with this pick? Are we going to just stay there and draft a guy that maybe you could have got back? If you traded back well, you, or you, something, or do you t- – I'm just 50-50 here, right now on him. So, uh, to your point, what you just said right there, there is no such thing as maybe. Because I like what Gettleman said the other day. I'm, business is open, and we're open for business. Meaning, if the right deal is there, the Giants should trade back. No. But here's the thing. Say the trade's back to eight, right? Mm-hmm. And what they have on their board, their big board – the guys that's are left, right? So take away the first four picks, the next three or f- two or three guys that they want, really mm. want, right? Yeah. What if it, he's not there at eight now? Now, and here's the thing: you trade it back. Now what? You're gonna have to trade back up. And I, so, I don't see the so giant. So I, I, it is tricky, and you don't want to trade back too far. All I would say to this is, I do have f- faith in him in this perspective. The last two first round draft picks that he has chosen, I'm very pleased with. I am very pleased with the Saquon pick. And I'm very pleased with the Daniel Jones. Don't forget Jones. about Dexter. No, I'm or not or worried about the, that. Well, well, I'm, I'm just picking. I know. No, I'm. I'm worried about the the first pick, and it's Daniel Jones and Saquon. The other picks are bonus picks that we've earned from other things. But the actual and giant pick that was his was Daniel Jones, and I think, and I truly believe. Watching him for 12 games that he will will be and is the Giants franchise quarterback for the next 10 years and Saquon Barkley is and will be the franchise and that's a, and that's another everything th- else now We will see because like you said Trev in your previous statement Now we need to fine-tune some other positions so if it is the defensive player or if it is the offensive tackle he can't miss on the tackle or he can't miss on the defensive player because both of those guys could be the centerpieces for either the offensive line of the next ten years yeah. and be your yeah. Daniel Jones' most protective piece because we know what that value is of having a sure left tackle. Just look at the division: Peters, Trent Williams, and Tyron Smith in our just in our division, okay? Or could it be that defensive player in Isaiah Simmons or Chase Young and be that Lawrence Taylor for us in the next ten years? And that's why I'm trying to say. Is He says one thing And that's where I, I say Do we have full trust in him? Because he says one thing But he doesn't He does another thing And that's why I said He's been he, he, Defense, running the football Defense wins championships Offense wins games, highlights and stuff like that I get that But what are you going to do then? The, the It's on you Like I said i said enough times, this could be your last draft. You have to hit on this draft. Now, you're in a golden opportunity. And the, the, one of the crazy parts, he's never traded down. He said he's open for business. Okay. Well, history says that he, in his eighth draft, this is, will be his eighth draft, in the previous seven, he has never traded down. He selected 44 players, not one trade down. He's also never taken an offensive tackle in the first round. So the that can all lineup. change too this year. But like I said, time will, ch- time will tell. And I wanted to stick with the Giants, but I also wanted to talk with another team that's right in front of them. And these are two of the most intriguing picks of this whole draft. And, Ted, I was thinking yesterday, I think there's one obvious pick in this entire draft. And it's the number one pick. Absolutely. And that's Joe Burrow. What we thought, going to Cincinnati. There's are some people that saying Joe Burrow doesn't want to go there. I think this is the most obvious pick of the entire draft. After that, we don't know what the Washington Redskins are going yeah, to do. Yeah, but isn't that usual, though? Don't we No, usual? no, no, because when you have a guy like Did Kate, you not know Kyler Murray was the number one pick going to be for Kyler? Car- did you know uh, who her? was going to be number two? Last year? What do I, no. Last year was different. Last year was different in the sense because were they going to take Bosa or were they going to take Kyler Murray? Those are the two players that were, were only going to go number one. one this year is different because Joe Burrow, Ohio, Cincinnati's number one. That's all we've been hearing. After that, what do the Washington Redskins do? Because are they keeping Haskins? Are they going to draft Tua? Are they going to draft Chase Young? Then you get Detroit. Are they going to trade back? Are they going to stay at three? Then you get the Giants. After number one, you don't know what's going to happen in this draft. And there's three teams that... Well, it just so happens are the number two, three, and four picks in this draft, the Giants. What do they do it for? They have a golden opportunity to stay put at four. Except they're and, the only one and, with the franchise quarterback. And, the- and, stay, and stay and stay put and draft a hell of a talent at number four. And no matter what it's going to be, it will be an impact player that's going to help this team no matter what it is. Whether it's offensive line, defensive tackle, corner, or pass rush, or in Isaiah Simmons' play- case, a defensive player. Because he doesn't have a specific... Defensive playmaker. Defensive playmaker because he doesn't have a specific position. Or do they trade back, get the assets that they lost with the Leonard Williams trade, and help out and still get a great player? Detroit Lions are in the same position. Even the Washington Redskins. We all thought, oh, they're going to chase Young, foregone conclusion. As Lee Corso once said, not so fast, my friend. That could be. And it all comes down to the trust. Do they trust Dwayne Haskins? Do the Detroit Lions go forward with Matthew Stafford or do they realistically take their future franchise quarterback? The Giants, like you said, Ted, the Giants already have their question marks. They have have their question marks, but they have Daniel Jones. Now, whether he's a question mark still, time will tell. But he is the franchise quarterback right now, currently slated. If I may, so I'm going to steal a quote that I heard. This morning on one of the radio shows. And it was from Mel Kiper. And he said, when you're comparing quarterback, and so if the Redskins take Tua, and there's a possibility, or if they take Chase Young. Now, a lot of people say, guarantee Chase Young. Bang. He's yeah. He's, first of all, he's the number one guy in on the player board. He's the best player in college football. He's the most explosive guy. How did it work out for the 49ers? Because what he said was, defensive pass rushers and all those guys, right? They got you to the Super Bowl. But who won the Super Bowl, everyone? The Kansas City Chiefs. They have Patrick Mahomes. Now, Patrick Mahomes is a different human being, too. Why can't Tua be that different human being? I'm just here. That's what I'm saying. I got to give you both arguments. Because of the injury factor history. He, here's the thing the injury history. Is Dwayne no. Haskins really the future of the quarterback for the Redskins? Do you know that, everyone? Does right ev- now, does, it doesn't Are you guaranteeing I, me that right Dwayne now, Haskins, the right same guy who uh, couldn't understand the playbook, doesn't know the playbook, does, was not. Don't, the, don't forget about his uh, selfie after. Yeah. still the game playing wasn't well. wasn't the first guy in the the uh, in the training camp wasn't the last groom on the field the last guy in the field like is he that guy is he going to put the work in or is he just gonna try to be the guy that gets away with his talent like or given the pass like I just said with Joe judge you got players that need to earn it and then you got players that think they just deserve it because oh Dwayne haskins could be one of those players that think oh well, I was the starting quarterback last year so I should be given the job. It don't work like that for a guy that wasn't really good last year. Plus, it's not Ron Rivera's guy. Maybe he's not enticed by him. So, to say it's a foregoing conclusion that Chase Young is going to go two is not a guarantee. Now, what could happen is maybe Miami comes up to all the way to two knowing that the Redskins are thinking about taking two. So, they, go, they scramble. They come and up. Now the, Reds- now, the Redskins and- go back to five. And then, listen, then you see what happens in Detroit. Now, my thing, if that happens... If Miami comes up or whoever comes up at two, you know they're taking the quarterback. Okay, They're not coming up to take a defensive player. So that means quarterbacks go one and two. Number three, Detroit's sitting there. Now, we've heard rumors about two or two. Now, people say, well, why would you do that? You still have Stafford. He's an older quarterback. What oh, I would do is go. if the I'm – you go. The word you just said. Now, if, I'm, now, if, I'm, a, if I'm Detroit, i got to think long-term. i got to think vision. But Patricia's probably thinking, I probably don't have another year if I have a really bad No, season. Patricia's gone so, after. If he has another bad year, he's probably, he's gone. But what does the owner do? See, if you're Detroit, you've got to think about long-term. Maybe you go like this. Hey, I draft Tua. I sit him for a year. I let him fully recover. Okay? You let Stafford play out the season. He'll still play at a high level. We'll go look at his numbers. He still performs at a super high level. Stafford, yeah, Stafford, Next yeah. year, you trade him. When I looked up The trade value mark He's at least minimum One to two picks next year And I'm talking oh, he's said, a, no, he, You got a Stafford He's a first round pick Value well, Without question year. So you trade him You're next trading year him for you, pick first, a, you get yeah. another first round next year Plus your first round next year and You let Tua come back The following year With two first round picks And now you build behind Your quarterback Of the future mm-hmm. But I can understand under- Taking a quarterback If you trade but I also like. But I also want And now Now, now yeah. if you do that Now if they take Akuda. Or maybe they'll take Chase Young. Now the Giants are sitting pretty at four where they could do a whole bunch of things. And that's where I also – and I want to bring in the Giants and Redskins part is is it all smoke and mirrors, and specifically with the Washington Redskins because the Giants – I know what Joe Judge said, and oh, is he thinking about maybe getting another quarterback, Brady? You've heard, which is ridiculous, but that's a different story. Is it, is it smoke and mirrors? With the Washington Redskins, and I'm specifically talking about the Washington Redskins in this case of, are they really going to pass up on Chase Young, or is it just smoke and mirrors, and like you said, Ted, getting the Dolphins nervous, or or getting the Chargers nervous, or even the Panthers, or the Raiders, or teams that, the Colts, the Bucs, just a handful of teams in the top 15 that need quarterbacks. Is it just smoke and mirrors and, oh, my God, oh, my God, what are we going to do? They're going to really take Tua. We got we, Miami, specifically Miami, you see that that's like the one team that's been associated with Tua since last year. That's been the name. Miami, it, Tua, Tank, for, tank Tua. for Tua. They had a hashtag, for goodness sake, Tank for Tua. Is it all smoke and mirrors? And you get these teams, and that's why I say, are the Giants and the Washington Redskins playing their cards right? Or playing their hands right. Well, you're going to see, see a well, lot of saying all the, the right the things and saying, "Oh, well, oh, they really don't want Dwayne Haskins. Oh my God, they they might actually pass up on Chase Young and take Tua. And so, a team like the Miami Dolphins or a team like like I just said, what do we do? Do we call them now, or do we call? Or do we wait? Or are they really? Are they? Are they like bluffing? Like, what are they going to do? Well, but this like, is the draft. I know. You ever seen I know you, lo- t- You say it all the time, but it's different because you could have. You have. Yeah, do you you know, have do, three. Court- you, you saw the movie with Kevin Costner. I love it. Great, right, great movie. I love the it. The draft movie. Yeah. Remember, there was a lot of smoke and mirrors. Remember, he was telling them, "Oh, remember when he quarterback, was they take wanted, the quarterback." They wanted quarterback when he really quarterback, wanted to take the linebacker, wanted to take the pass rusher, and he took the linebacker. He took the pass rusher from. If oh, anybody remembers Ohio the Ohio movie State. from Ohio State. But that's what I'm saying. But, but so no, gonna, but that's so why he, they're playing their cards right. Rivera, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Dan Snyder, because of the sense of you see all this stuff on the news. And, you know, these teams are watching NFL. Oh, the the Washington Redskins. They might be moving on. They might really want to take a hard look at Tua and maybe really select him at number two. So a team like Miami that has been desperately needing a quarterback since Dan Marino and wants Tua Man, what are you willing to give up? And I've I've said this a million times. How much are you willing to go get your prize, your trophy? And Tua is their prize that they've been wanting for quite some time. Miami has three um, first-round picks. So what are you doing? So a team like Washington or a team like the Giants or even the Lions, that teams that are – Maybe playing their cards right. Oh, my God, Detroit, Stafford. They got stop. They don't have to worry. They, got, they need defensive players. Oh, well, maybe we take Tua. So what is the team in the sense of the Dolphins and the Chargers and the Panthers, what do they do now? They're the ones that are sitting back like, uh-oh. We might not actually get the guy that we were thinking that's going to be there at that position. And that's what makes the draft so great because all these No, it makes it like- greater this year because there are three great quarterbacks, two. And I know that everybody wants a kind of Justin Herbert still 50-50 on him. Justin Herbert's going to go in the top 10, maybe in the top five. Jordan Love, you might get four quarterbacks in the top 10 this draft, which is great. And anytime quarterbacks and big-name quarterbacks are on there and free agency as well, you know what it does to the league. I bet, I, bet you go I bet you there's at least five quarterbacks still in the first round. Yeah, it's a possible. It's it's a strong
1: possibility. And
0: I bet and I bet you and, and then the other deep class in this is the wide receivers. Oh, the wide I receivers have. are stacked. Okay. But, yeah. Because the same three, if they were playing quarterbacks, they'd be all top picks. I mean, they are literally that good. Jared Judy, Henry Ruggs from Alabama, Jared Judy's from Alabama, yep. and C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma. T. Higgins, who would be in another draft class, probably be at number two or number one rated receiver. He's He's all the way up. He's probably four or five, depending on. Justin Jefferson's another name, and uh, and Latavius Chenault from uh, Colorado, the kid from Arizona State as well. You have legit maybe six or seven receivers going in the first round. This might be the deepest class of any of the of of any of the the positions going forward in the draft and the receivers, because there's guys. You know, we saw a guy from Notre Dame last night who had a big night in a combine sense. Yeah. There's guys that you're not aware of that you're going to be able to pick up in the second, third, fourth, fifth round. I mean, Justice Jefferson, they had going to the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah had him going 36 to the Giants. He falls at 36 to the Giants. It's a steal. Oh, that's beautiful. It's a steal. That's a beautiful thing. But that's what I'm saying. You see these teams right now, like, the only obvious pick is at number one. And everybody says, oh, that's every year. It's not every year that the number one pick, bam, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, lock, lock it up. Then you go to Washington. What do the Washington Redskins do? What do the Detroit Lions do? What do the Giants do? All three teams could either stay put, trade back, or draft a quarterback, with the exception of the Giants, or draft a quarterback. Two of those three teams, draft a quarterback. And we know how everybody drools over quarterbacks. And the name franchise quarterbacks, hopeful franchise quarterbacks, they drool over him. And that's why this offseason could be one of the best of, in the recent history because of the factor of look at all the quarterbacks on the market right now. And not just small market names, big. I mean, you got the biggest name in the NFL, a free agent. And a strong possibility he will not be playing in Foxborough next year. And that's Tom Brady. Oh, and another one who plays for the richest franchise in all of sports the Dallas Cowboys Dak Prescott is he a certainty to be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys this offseason this draft it's one of the most uh, I can't wait as a football fan I just can't wait to see how the domino affects everything and as Ted said in Colin Coward post the Brady effect because everything starts with Tom Brady well Brady goes if he goes back to New England Then okay, if he leaves, that's where the chaos And it makes it great because it has to involve the quarterbacks. And and the quarterbacks drive the league. And the chaos will occur early on in the NFL draft with the number two pick because the Washington Redskins are not certain on Dwayne Haskins. Washington Redskins take a pager at a Dallas Cowboys situation right now because of the factor that the reason why Dak Prescott's not signed and guys, like, yeah, and guys like Jared Goff and Carson Wentz are signed, and I've said this, is because they are certain those are their franchise quarterbacks. The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, but that's on the owner. The Dallas Cowboys, that's true, but the Dallas Cowboys have not been certain since day one, since last year, Dak Prescott is my, a franchise so quarterback. So my question would be to anyone who's still listening, would you rather have an average quarterback with an elite pass rusher or have the average pass rush with the elite quarterback? What is your preference? That, that's what I'm asking because that's what you have to think about as a Washington Redskins fan. Do you want the elite quarterback, which a lot of or people... Or even the Detroit Lions you could put in that category. I know. You, what's, well, they got Stafford, so I'm not putting them in that okay, category. Okay, but if okay. they, wanted, if they but wanted to. would you rather have the guy who's has the potential to be that elite quarterback. That guy, okay? The guy that you've you, been looking for. That you've been looking for that a lot of teams would love to have. Or do you want the pass rusher with the average quarterback that is just good enough, okay? That I mean, is is he going to be between Andy Dalton and like Jimmy G? Or is he going to be closer to Drew Brees, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers? You know that type of guy. Is he going to be that level guy? I, I mean, you tick, you pick your poison. I mean, how good is Von Miller when he doesn't have Peyton Manning? He's I mean, Von old, Miller's still great. I, I know, but I know, but, but it, who's, they, their quarter, who's their who's their quarterback? I know they haven't They're, found, that's a, that's a, that's but they have. haven't found a quarterback, and that's the and that's the case, but. I mean, the Chargers have Joey Boza, right, and Melvin That's Ingram, why the possibility- and Phillip Rivers has been hold on mediocrity. And where is the guy in the Chargers, right? So you had an elite pass rush, but you had a subpar quarterback. That's what I mean. Th- I'm trying to get examples to elite. Now, would you rather have Patrick Mahomes and lose? Ted, a, I didn't have ju- any pass rush. Ted, rushers. you just said it. The Super Bowl. They had the elite pass. They r- had the elite pass rusher, but Jimmy G. Didn't make the throws like Patrick Mahomes could make. And who's more likely to get back to the Super Bowl? The team that has Patrick Mahomes or the quarterback that has Jimmy? G, or the team well, that has Jimmy G? Well, both teams could, but, no, that's the, know that's that, the, but that's the that's the case he, that you're if making. You have to make a choice, either or, not don't make a for bolt if you had an either or who would you rather would you rather be the chief's position with Patrick Mahomes and the weapons he has or would you rather be the fourth it, de- it all it all depends in the in the situation that you currently have like you just said with Detroit Detroit has Stafford still so they still have one of the great quarter but one of the good I would say good great quarterbacks in this league but they need defense so a situation like them pass up on the quarterback take the def- the the chase young the Isaiah Simmons Washington Redskins. Well, you have a, you have some pass rushers. You just drafted Montez Sweat. You still got Ryan Kerrigan. You have De- you have Deron Payne. You have Jonathan Allen. You have players on that defense. Okay, I mean you can add a Chase Young, who could be a, I mean, maybe a possible a Pro Bowler down the line if he becomes like what people expect him to be, a Hall of Famer. But you don't have your answer at the quarterback. So, for all that we were saying that Chase Young. And back in December when the Giants and Redskins played for the Chase Young Bowl, and we all thought, oh, Washington lost, so they're getting Chase Young. It's automatic. Well, those questions become up for debate now that is Dwayne Haskins going to be your quarterback? Is Chase Young going to be the first-round pick, number two pick? Or is Tua going to be your – or Justin Herbert, straight up. It's one of those two. That's why after Burrow and Cincinnati – Utter chaos is going to unfold in the NFL draft. Nothing wrong with that, bro. And no, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's what I love about the NFL draft. And that's why I love when there are great quarterbacks as well. When there's great quarterbacks in the NFL draft, then hell, if you wanted to relate this quickly with well, Washington, you could relate to the Giants. You take the great running back, and you take the quarterback. And it was a debate for, and it's still a debate for God knows what reason, do you take the pass rusher, the elite pass rusher, or do you take the quarterback? Well, the only difference... But that's is what I'm trying to the say. The Giants were, the were in the... pass rusher s- can have more of an effect than the runner back. is true. And the Giants at were points. in... Oh, I know. Don't even get me started. That's why I'm not paying him what he, sh- what he wants. The Giants were in the same boat two years ago. They were the number two pick. They needed a quarterback. Well, they needed okay, a quarterback. Okay, I, I, qu- I, I got a better one for you. Kay. Just look at last year's draft. Uh, what? Uh, Cardinals. Get the pass rusher. The number Orange, one, who was the number one guy on the board? Nick, oh, Boza. Nick Boza. He. Quentin Williams so, to song too as So well. Daniel Jeremiah and I listened to someone else. Both said if they had to rank the last three years of the Ohio State D end guys, Chase Young, Nick Boza, Joey Boza, it would be Nick Boza one. He's the most complete one. He's got great flexibility. He's able. And to you can play. already say he's a pro, he's an All Pro. The I number mean. two. Is Chase Young number three? Is Joey Boza. Chase and that's so, tough. to and that's tough to defer or They, said, Bo- they said Chase, his ab- ability to bend around the corner is not as not as good as Nick's. And but you know, listen, we're picking. It looks we're, like he's more like we're, he's, listen. We're yeah. more, we're picking and we're being fine tuned. You know, listen, when you're comparing elite guys like this, you have to pick at every little nitpick. Oh Nick yeah, you pick. nitpick so, everything. what did they do? They chose the quarterback in Kyler Murray. Over the pass rush Because they needed the pass rusher too But they needed a quarterback Because they, they did the not feel con- confident enough Ca- Cliff Kingsbury came in New system We know what Cliff Kingsbury likes to That's run the They the perfect- needed a quarterback that fit his system Josh Rosen wasn't the answer Look what happened See ya Now he's on Miami Ron Rivera New head coach Dwayne Haskins Current quarterback Maybe doesn't fit his system Could be gone And Chase Young Could be there at the taken at number three. It's just that's why I'm saying, what are the Washington Reds gonna do? Everything starts at two. There's usually two hundred there's two hundred and fifty five. 55. Fifty-five picks in the draft. The draft starts at number two. Just to think of how great this draft is going to be and this offseason is going to be. And unless there's a trade beforehand, then it'll start <laughs> and just look at the past. Giants doing it. The Cardinals doing it, could be having three straight years that you have the quarterback and an elite player debate. Who do you take? For Washington to be relevant, for Washington to be great, they need to find a quarterback. I don't think Dwayne Haskins is their answer because they were never confident with him last year, and that was the problem. Any any quick combine to – well, I, I didn't. First of all, I didn't realize it was on as late as the last night. It was you, on prime I, time. Prime they hyped time, which, it up, which is pretty cool. So, so much that he knows he's a sports fan. I was what work, a sports I guy! I was working on the house. Oh, excuses! You could have put it on your so phone. Were you. So, were you? You were watching. You didn't have. But nine. we don't get. Oh, we don't get the. We don't get yeah, can, your phone. connection's terrible in your house, by the way. Well, I got no Wi-Fi yet. <laughs> you <laughs> better get the, Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get that <laughs> Wi-Fi. But so what? So what I took away from the end of the combine, and we read a bunch of stuff. Herbert did everything he needed to. do. The stars did everything they had he to. He, I mean, I guess that's the best way to say it. The guys that needed to solidify their position solidified it. The three big receivers, as I mentioned earlier, Henry Ruggs from Alabama, Jared Judy, and C.D. Lamb, all tested well. Yep. Rugs was the fastest, ran a four two seven. I mean, as we expected. knew that he was going He was going yeah. to be the one closest to test that John Ross four two two speed. Judy looks great. Can it- you imagine running a four? two can you imagine running a four four those are the as you ran four seven two i ran a five flat in eighth grade people don't believe i ran a four seven so even if i ran a, a high four seven closer to four eight still that's almost half a second faster than me that is fast which is really fast I but so with that being said the three guys did really well there was receivers yep um I was impressed. I told you last night, and I said it to you last night. The kid Montez Was it Montez Sweat? Montez Sweat was last year. Yeah, but the quarterback from Colorado, I believe, has the same name. Oh, um, Steven uh, Steven, um, Montez. Steven Montez. Oh, Steven Montez. Steven Montez Montez, Montez Sweat. (laughs) That's a great... He played last year. He played last year. No, but... No, he looked great. He was strong. Big quarterback from Colorado. Had had a strong arm. Looked really impressive. Um, First time seeing Jordan Love. Yeah. Throw the ball and, and also, yeah. And he's been getting a lot of hype. Um, I, I think last more. night, like you said with the quarterbacks, I think it clear. I think it solidifies that you could see four quarterbacks going in the top ten. Yes, absolutely, without question, four to- four quarterbacks going in the top ten, and maybe even five quarterbacks in the first round. I mean, I was I was impressed for big what, draft tonight. What, a I, what I saw last night, you know, Shea Patterson from Michigan, I never really thought as an NFL prospect. Prospect, he didn't look that uh, look that good. For our purposes, this is a big um, combine tonight for us, for our team, because it's the offensive line and running back. The big offensive lines that we that Jedrick Willis, Becton, Tristan Wirfs, and um, Andrew Thomas are so the four guys that have been associated with the Giants. So this is a big draft. we got to see how they all test out as well. But like I said, there's so much to talk about. In the NFL right now Yeah, because Tuesday, what, Tuesday We'll be back on We're, we're going to talk Tuesday We'll recap what the is whole Combine Combine the winners, the yes. losers And yeah. we're going to also be doing Our mo- our mock draft 1.0 will be coming out Next week Next week It'll be before so stay Friday's show Chuck. So stay tuned with that as well Also, what happens with Brady? What happens with Dak? Will Dak get a new contract By the time we have ne- our next show? Who knows? But like I said The NFL right now There's no play on the field But it's dominating the headlines It just shows that for anybody that ever thought any sport would overtake the NFL, you are falsely mistaken, my friends. Ladies and gentlemen, we are signing off. Thank you, Joseph Aguayo, for joining us, talking some New York Yankee baseball. If you didn't get a chance to check out our show, we are streaming on YouTube, Spotify, as well as Facebook and Instagram, Twitter as well, Keys to the City. Check us out, follow us, and love the Keys brothers, because that's all we want to bring. His love to you guys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, everybody have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you Tuesday. Clover Crest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out.